Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, pick a loaf and Dr. Zong. Silver and gold is back, and I'm sick again, Daddy. I am the loaf, and with me, Dr. Zom. Hey, what's up? And with us, for episode 666, minus 600, Metal Mikey. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Is that Metal Mikey? (laughs) Metal Mikey is with us today. Uh, we are doing a couple. We will of, assimilate him. We do it. We got a. Uh, Don't a, talk over me, you motherfucker. <laughs> a, a, bl- a blame Mikey double feature this week. Um, this has been in the works for a while. Uh, we're doing uh, some more Uwe Bowl. Uh, oh my god! I never <laughs> thought we'd say that. I know this is going to be. We're, Uwe Bowl will now be the number one director on our show. Um, yeah, uh, we got in the name of the king a dungeon siege tale from two thousand seven. And uh, um, uh, in the name of the king, Two Worlds, starring Dolph Lundgren, the gold, as our second. So uh, we'll get into those shortly. Gentlemen, how are you on this fine, blackest of Fridays? I am fine. How are you, Mikey? <laughs> <laughs> well done. I guess I'm k- <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, there's... Just a day, really. Woo, spectacular. Yeah, I uh, just just came home from the Apple Store. We had to actually park outside of the mall today. We were not allowed to park in the parking deck, so I had to park half a mile away and take a shuttle to work. So um, I was running out of there as soon as it hit 7. I was just, like clocking out and dashed. And so you were get, sick, too. And I'm sick again. Uh, <clears> oh, <throat> took, whoa. Took a little trip that was uh, chicken and cheese. <laughs> Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Um, pretty good. It was okay. I blacked out at a family <laughs> holiday gathering, so that was awesome. Ooh, um, you blacked out. I blacked out. <laughs> nice. Is that because Obama won the election? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's because I watched both these movies in one day, and that pretty much, you know, my cerebral cortex. Fucking back to back, brother. Yeah. Oh. Back to back here, Daddy-o. Like, back well, to back, come Mikey, on my back. Woo-hoo. Mikey, you're the guest today, so you will get to lead us off here of what we've been watching lately. Okay, then. First off on the docket is a little film called Atomic Rulers of the World, which is basically a Japanese ripoff of Superman from the 50s. 
and it had nice. the world's most wobbliest model helicopter to ever fly into a cave ever in cinema history at all. But I don't know. I guess if you all like, I appreciate unique takes and superhero stuff. Eh, it's worth a shot. And plus, also, if you like uh, men wearing suits when they get wet, and you can clearly see their nipples. That's uh, also a bonus for you to watch. Mm, nipples. And next up on the list, a little <laughs> film which took some time, some judgment time. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Prometheus. Oh, Wait. exactly. How'd you know? What the fuck? <laughs> no, it was a little film. Little film I could called Dread. I finally got on the Dread bandwagon at the secondhand theater here, and I'm glad I saw it when I did because a week after I saw it, just vanished again. There's no holding down Judge Joseph Dread, not even in the theaters. You Michiganites are so tuba? weird. With did your you play tuba on the bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> to, so weird with your pop and your secondhand theater. Secondhand theater. Fuck, you're not even oh. speaking English. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, God. But yes, I love Dread. Pop. I just actually get a <laughs> pop. What? What? With all you other crazy mofos in the other states? Soda? soda? Come on. Yes, soda. Mofo. <laughs> we call it soda. You're all a bunch of freaks. But, anyways. You know it, brother. <laughs> Let me God, tell you something, finished. people. <laughs> Dread is off. <laughs> Next up is a little Sergio Corbucci film called Capaneros with Nero and Thomas Millian. Yeah. And I kind of liked it. It wasn't as good as Space Files, but I still kind of liked it. It wasn't as good as what? Space Files. Oh. That's probably like the one Corbucci film that I hold like to the oh, highest. I got you. Oh well, uh, no, Milian couldn't even save it. Milian, <laughs> I kept watching this part and I kept thinking, "Oh my god!" Is I know the one was considerable from. Oh, go ahead. Is that the one where they call Franco Nero the Penguin? Yes, since he's okay, the yeah, Swede. <laughs> oh, the Swede. Yes, the Swede. But yes. he, he dresses like a penguin or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's like if it took itself a bit more seriously, I probably would have appreciated it. But it just felt like a really kind of jokey response to, oh God, what's the name of that Leone film? Oh, Ducky Sucker. Kind of remind me a lot of Ducky Sucker in various stretches. Donkey Sucker. <laughs> oh, oh God. Ducky Sucker. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It's up for a little show that could called Hamakish. The show for everything Hama, Amicus, and every tenuous link in between. I watched a little film called Men of Sherwood. And it was a, I think it was the first Hammer adaptation of the tale of Robin Hood. Hood. Men with Sherwood. (laughs) Sherwood. I guess, you know what, Mikey, we didn't ask you uh, to say, you know, plug yourself here. We, I was just totally <laughs> lost over it. Saka waka. Go plug yourself. <laughs> I already like plugging myself and not with anything up any cavities right now. <laughs> Can you believe we had Cinderella Poo on before Metal Mikey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mikey's from Action Attraction, and you should listen to his show because he likes Cynthia Rothrock, and it's better than this horse shit we do here. So. It is better than this 
horseshit. <laughs> anyway, continue, Mikey. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I don't even know if it's better than your horseshit because it's only just one douchebag talking instead of two talking to each other, and therefore you have balance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, I'm going uh, along. I'll take you over, but goddamn, I got to draw the line. <laughs> draw a line in the sand. Metal Mikey, come on our show and call us douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Meta Sherwood, you want my thoughts? Listen to Brian's show. Hell, listen to Brian's show, oh, anyways. Just because they're fucking Just tell me after the show so I don't have to listen. <laughs> okay, you can probably do that. But <laughs> well, it's a short episode. I can guarantee you that right now. <laughs> I'm not talking about your penises. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, a little minor film, little art house film called Skyfall. I don't think anybody saw this one. Uh, I still didn't see it. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> Has a sign on an unknown <laughs> character named James Bond in it. Nobody's ever heard of him. They're never going to make a movie about him ever again. I guarantee Did you. Did you like it? Yeah, I kind of liked it. It was pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> Definitely up there with uh, my other really good Bond movie experiences. I'd probably say this is, in my mind, probably like the iconic Daniel Craig Bond film off the top of my head. Uh, but next up, a little film I'm pretty sure Loaf would appreciate because, well, let's just say between the three of us, Loaf certainly has the um, visual enhancers that kind of, you know, can be grown to truly appreciate this film called Ralph Botchke's or Botchke's Wizards. I just recently got the soundtrack oh, from La La Records, and it just kind of reminded me, I had not seen this movie in a long time. Because if I describe it to people, it's like if you cross Lord of the Rings with Nazi propaganda, with post-apocalyptic stuff, it's pretty much there. Oh, I know this cover. The, he's sitting on that weird bird-looking dragon thing on the cover. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the old uh, video game Joust. Yeah, kind of. You I read mean, the, 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 the what do you call this? Bird? Yeah, ostrich, yeah. The emu. Emu, yeah. Like I say, if you're kind of into, like, I guess 70s underground comics style, you might enjoy it, but if you're just like, oh, that's just a bunch of, you know, pretentious stoner shit from the 70s, then yeah. you might Wait, that. And finally, wrapping it up, the one really honest, <laughs> positive point from Thanksgiving, a little film by Walter Hill, starring one Charles Bronson and one James Coburn. You have and hard times. Yeah. Why is it my fucking computer charging? God, it's your computer order already. <laughs> that can't be good. Oh, okay, anyway, continue. No, I really did like Hard Times. I I may actually add it to my collection because it's actually a Netflix disc rental, and I really dug it. I mean, that's for, a good. Oh, I think it was actually discussed on oh that one show. You know, the one with like the guys that call themselves gentlemen. Uh, never heard of it. <laughs> I I, yeah, I, li- I like that that uh, period of time in U.S. history where if you buy a chick a cup of coffee. Uh, she'll suck your dick or fuck you. <laughs> he didn't even buy it for her. He gave her his because he didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was really awesome. I mean, for one thing, the performance were great. The other, I really wasn't expecting like as fine a quality of fight scenes in it, and they were actually held up pretty well. And God damn, is this the first I, time you saw it? This is the first time I've ever seen it. 
Wow. I didn't I didn't see it until a, a couple years ago for the first time. Fuck, man. Well, you know. Well, after all I watched, I figured I needed to class it up a bit, you know, after like... Class it up with a bare-knuckle boxing movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come to speak for the do-re-me. Uh, there you go. That's it. That's all, all right. I got. Zom. Yay. What have you been watching? All right. Okay. Here's okay. what I've been watching. Okay. Okay. Uh, Netflix Instant Watch. Oh, I just uh, uh, watched uh, The Devil's <laughs> Rock. And Ooh, the I want to see that. It caught my attention because it has a hot chick in Nazi apparel, just mm-hmm. like a SS hat and the, uh, the the like the uniform jacket, but it's open and she's kind of looking sexy but evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is way better than I expected. It's one of those ones that you look at it and you think it might be like some kind of fucking sci-fi movie piece of shit. I think, but the, it's re- it's pretty good. I think the Bryn recommended that to me because I was, put I was, it over. I was looking for some occult Nazi films. Yeah, so. Nazi occult shit. Uh, it, it's uh, along the lines of like say a. Um, Oh, I don't know. Whatever, um, but it's good. Uh, he said, "I think he said it only costs like two hundred thousand dollars to make." And when you watch it, it's it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good movie. Cool. Uh, okay. Next thing I watched was Expendables two. Next thing I watched was Rosemary's <laughs> Baby. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I watched Expendables two. Now I you watched it twice I, this week, right? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Because, well, first of all, um, the. Um, when I first watched it, I didn't even know it was out, and I just looked on iTunes. It's like, holy shit, Expendables 2 is out. I didn't see it in theater. I want to see it. Okay, well, I watched it, and you know, the first one was a lot more, I think, serious, mm-hmm. and they didn't have the expectation of sequels or video games and all this and that. Well, then, after the success of the first one, now it seems like, okay – Everybody has to get in their little catchphrase that was in the first one. They have to say the same things. They have to stay – they kind of uh, goofied up or sillied up a lot of the shit. Like Dolph in the first one was a heroin addict, and he was kind of like oh, – Well, in this one, he just does a lot of really goofy, dumb stuff. Uh, he, do, uh, uh, he has a, a few things that are funny, um, and um, – but it's more – this one is just more like they're just kind of camping out on uh, the old 80s action stuff. But within this movie, there was a really cool movie uh, that if they would have went serious with it, it could have been badass, cool as shit, kick-ass movie. And it's sort of like they had those elements in there, but then they just decided, well – we're going to have Chuck Norris. We're going to have Schwarzenegger. We're going to have these guys. We're going to do this. And, and it was just all winky, winky, tongue and cheeky. So then after we had a big debate about this yesterday, I watched it again last night with one of my friends. <coughs> and we just kind of watched it like you would watch Commando, knowing right. that it's fucking absurd and stupid and just a whole bunch of people fucking shooting and just going along with all the, the dumb stuff. And I liked it. I, I wouldn't say I, I didn't love it. But if you watch it that way, d- turn your brain off and fucking watch it. But uh, the first one was just – I thought it was way better. Do you think the PG-13 uh, rating hurt it? Well, I mean the fucking violence is just I – mean, it's just as – I mean violent as hell. But um, I would watch Universal Soldier. Um, oh, yeah. The last uh, – I would the new one, uh, The Day of Reckoning, uh, more, before I would watch this again. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
I bought Rosemary's Baby on uh, the Criterion of Rosemary's Baby when I was at Whorehelm Weekend. Yeah. Um, and um, it's really good. I never have uh, purchased a an actual Criterion DVD, and it's got like a you know the, the booklet in it, pretty mm-hmm. thick. Got a bunch of stuff in it. Uh, got two discs that talk about everything. Uh, Bryn doesn't like this movie. I liked it. Fuck Bryn. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, he doesn't like Mia Farrow, and uh, I think she's pretty. I don't know how she got to be as famous as she was. She was sucking uh, Frank Sinatra's cack. That might have something to do with it. But um, no, I've I seen her in uh, Rosemary's Baby and Great Gatsby, and she's just kind of a. I don't know. She didn't do anything for me. Little mm. twink. Uh, next thing I watched was Campaign with uh, Will Ferrell <laughs> and that annoying guy from The Hangover. He's from uh, North Kakalaki. Yeah, he should be. Um, <laughs> you this, well, I'll tell you what. I watched this with some uh, people who belong to the Republican Party, and they <laughs> laughed their ass off at it. And let me tell you something. Um, I just wanted to step back and say, you realize that they're fucking totally making fun of you <laughs> and your, the people you support, the whole movie. Instead of the Koch brothers, you know, K, uh, K-O-C-H, they have the, the Motch brothers <laughs> and like, you know, M-O-C-H. Okay, so anyway, uh, the next thing I watched was, uh, it's pretty good. It's got some funny stuff in it. I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan, but it's got some funny stuff. Next thing I watched was, um, I only have two more, uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, which I think hmm. I had seen something about this, like maybe a trailer or something or somebody mm-hmm. talking about it, and I forgot all about it. Uh, it's pretty good. Steve Carell and Kira Knightley. Um, I'd fuck her. Um, let's see. It's it's pretty good. And there was a couple times where it, it almost it almost gets you on the tear department, you know. End of the world's coming, and uh, everybody knows. Huh? A little dusty. Yeah, eye. a little bit, a little bit. And I got a little little uh, little pre cum on the end of the PP for. Uh, I like Karen Knightley. She's in the itty bitty titty committee, but she's kind of with before. The, at one time, she like got on that anorexic kind of thing, and she got mm-hmm. really too skinny. But um, like she's she's. Pretty flat chested, but she's got a little. Uh, she's got a little thickness below the. You know, you know, she's not too bad. Um, if she, <laughs> and, um, let's see. Uh, watched uh, uh, in Netflix Instant Watch uh, W. C. Fields and Me with uh, Rod Steiger as W. C. Fields. Uh, it's got Bernadette Peters in it and uh, some other people. So if you watch it, there's like uh, David Cassidy from the Partridge Family's dad. Jack Cassidy's in it. Uh, he plays Douglas Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. He actually got burned up in a house and died in real life because he was drunk. Uh, but it's a pretty good movie. It's not funny. I mean, it's got some funny stuff in it, but, you know, he yeah, was a yeah. bad alcoholic, and it basically talks about his real life. And so it was a pretty short uh, short list. Uh, we did do Horror Helm Weekend, me and the Cinemasochist, yeah. Justin Overholzer. Uh, it was a fun trip. Uh, first day, I was emailing Loaf outside of the place saying, this is going to suck. There's nobody here, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And it was not looking good. Friday was pretty dead. And when I got up Saturday, the parking lot was full. Um, the Jamie Lee Curtis thing was pretty um, – I think they kind of did that uh, on, a, on a short notice. Uh, and it was all for charity and everything. But uh, it was a clusterfuck how they did it. Uh, several of our friends waited in line almost like two fucking days to see nice. her. Uh, I, I got about that. Huh? I wouldn't doubt that it was the case. Oh, for that one year where they had George Romero and Clive Barker there together, they did like a the thing where they they sold tickets and they took people by like a range of numbers of tickets at a time. Yeah, and like uh, uh, our other Justin, uh, he stood in line and he was the first person 
at by the door standing in line and you know jesus christ sunday morning he was there from like uh at least we left at 11:30 and he was in line first in line at like 9 or something like that and people were whole big groups of people were just going in front of him cuz how they called him um got to meet Adrian Barbeau got to get my picture taken with her and everything she was really nice little tiny little thing still looks good uh Justin about pissed himself uh he would actually <laughs> speak to Tom Atkins by himself because he was so nervous and was so starstruck. No shit. And I had to go over with him and I tried I tried to talk to Atkins about uh, the Steelers because somebody told me he was a Steeler fan. And uh, his thing was, I mean, he was, he goes, uh, I said, how are they going to do without, uh, you know, Big Ben got hurt and uh, Leftwich got hurt too. And he goes, they're going to do okay when they play teams that suck. <laughs> when they play teams that suck. When they play teams that are good, they play good. Well, he was wrong because they got beat. But his big thing, (laughs) like we're sitting there trying to talk to him, and he goes, okay, guys, here you go. Have a good one. (laughs) Nobody else there? I'm like, dude, why are you shooing us away, you fucking old bastard? (laughs) No, he was nice, though. He was cool. And he was one of these ones, like, he'd he'd be, like, walking right by you and shit, you know. It was was a good show. Uh, And uh, (laughs) a... Yeah, uh, the Living Podcast people were there. Andy, uh, Freddie, Amy, and Ken, and we hung out with them. Uh, got to uh, hang out with an alligator, which was pretty fun. Did you uh, ha- and did you ha- add the uh, the alligator girl with the nice butt to our group? He did just today. Yeah. Nice. And let me tell you something. Uh, the alligator girl is fucking smoking hot. Whoop. <laughs> God damn! And, and she's listening to this. You're smoking hot. She, she was. Uh, she was. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I probably shouldn't say that. But anyway, yeah. no, we had uh, Jakey, McLarge, Hugie, and uh, Yuri. We hung out with them for a good majority of the time. We had some fucking awesome arm wrestling. Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. We'll watch that till the day I die and still laugh my ass <laughs> off uh, with just against Yuri. And Jake and I had a big debate about uh, ultimate fighting. And uh, I put it in a headlock and I grabbed his nose and slapped my hand away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had a I had a pretty good week for movies. Um, but I did I my horror hound was going home to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. But uh, that was a horror. <laughs> <laughs> Except for um, less movies. But. Okay. My wife saying good night, everybody. Sweetie. Say good night, oh, loaf's wife. And I get flash titties. Yay! Ah, <laughs> We That's listened a, to one of our shows on the way back to just to kill time, uh-huh. and for some reason we were calling her the bear. The bear. <laughs> I don't know why. <clears throat> yeah, she, uh, she's a good egg. I like that one. Um, let's see. Um, I watched. I started my week right after we recorded last week. I was recording the Death Rattle Movie Club, and it was my pick. And we picked Marco Zoror's Mandrel. Um, you could listen to the Death Rattle Movie Club episode of Mandrel to see what I thought of it. It rolls. And, um, uh, yeah, so good movie. Um, I watched, still doing my homework for the build-up to Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, I watched Universal Soldier Regeneration. Now, <clears throat> I wasn't sure what to expect from this. This is directed by the same guy that directed the new one, but keep in mind I'm coming from the first Universal Soldier and from the second one that has Goldberg constantly putting his head through a wall. So I thought it was going to be more of that kind of stuff. This is directed by John Himes, as I said, and this movie is pretty fucking awesome. Um, 
It's is that regeneration? Regeneration from 09 to or 2010. I am downloading that as we speak, by the way. I thought I sent it to you. Did you? So yeah. I just wasted the fuck of my money. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, like, Didn't I, I tell you it was streaming on that one service that starts with a D-R-O-P and ends with B-O-X? <laughs> what the hell's all this shit in here? B-D-Z. That's it. Um, that anyway. The, well, God uh, damn it, I just wasted $3.99. <laughs> well, it's worth it. It's worth the $3.99. Well, now we own it. Whatever. I'm mad now. This, the... <laughs> That was code talk, and I didn't. I remember you saying that, but it was like in code, yeah. and I didn't think that you meant that you were. And sp- well, speaking of MMA, Andre Arlovsky is the yes. one of the one of the, I guess the what do they call him the Unisols in this, and he is fucking horrifying. He's the um, pit bull. Yeah, this movie is this the violence in this movie. I watched it right before going to sleep. It gave me a nightmare. I, I dreamed. Are you of serious? To, oh, it, it it's. It's unlike the first two completely. There's no humor in it at all. And when when the dude catches you, he just fucking beats your face until you're dead. And like these pe- guys' heads are caving in. It's nice. it's up there. And like fucking Van Damme is just like has the dead stare the entire movie. He's just fucking miserable and just like slashing dudes in the fucking calf and shit. And and Lundgren is like lumbering around doing his thing. I swear to God, I'm getting a fucking boner. It's depressing. It I liked it a lot. It was awesome. Nice. Um, so then I watched the next day. I watched I watched Universal Soldier: Day of Reckoning, and it was also badass. Um, but it's different now. Again, you don't need to see Regeneration to see Re- Day of Reckoning because what they've done with this and it's very smart. But they've worked. You need to see Apocalypse Now. <laughs> well, they've worked cloning. Yeah, <laughs> if you read if you've read Heart of Darkness, you've seen Day of Reckoning. Um, <laughs> but it's. Um, <clears throat> They've worked cloning into the story, so these dudes could come back any fucking time they want now. It's pretty amazing, and they could just keep doing Universal Soldier stories. Um, the, sec- the Day of Reckoning ends up being more regeneration is still an action movie. Um, it's like Chechnyan rebels have like or have like uh, bombs set up in Chernobyl, and they're going to explode it if they don't get some prisoners released, and they send in Unisols to take care of it. Day of Reckoning is almost like a noir movie. And even has like horror elements in it, and it's and there's some scary shit in there too. Elofsky's scary in that again. Um, yeah. They they cast him well because just don't let him talk, just fucking let him yeah, be a robot. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that part where the I mean, I'm not giving anything away, but when the little kid says, "Daddy, there's monsters in the house," I'm like, "Fuck it!" You're like you said, it's almost like a horror. It's like it a is. horror thing or something. You're and like, "Fuck a duck!" Fucking uh, um, uh, Van Damme's face paint whoever came up with that was yes. fucking awesome like they that was a great uh, he looked he looked horrifying it was awesome really good oh, it was a, it's good they probably marathons, but remind me if i'm right or wrong about this, but isn't scott atkins also in day of reckoning as well he is he's the main character it's actually oh, he's the main guy, yeah. it's actually the story is follows him and van okay. damme and, and lundgren and lundgren will probably not be in them anymore if they make any more i'd say van damme would probably come back but um, the Dolph's pretty much said he's done. I don't even know if he wanted to do this one. So uh, honestly, I'd be I wouldn't be surprised if if Lundgren stopped starring in movies. Period. So he's looking tired. Um, he always spe- looks fucking. Tired. He always yeah. <laughs> you know but he, excuse dude, tired this one, one we watched. Yeah, he, dude, he looked fucking. <laughs> he looked rough in 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 the name of the king <laughs> when he ran a couple times. I was like Jesus, are his knees even working anymore? Um. 
But uh, <clears throat> so I watched an old doll from '93 called Joshua Tree. Um, With Bono. Yes, and it was a, it was pretty good, I guess. I mean, kind of a he's escaped from prison and uh, going back to get the guys that fucked him over or something. And he drives a Ferrari, and there's some chick from uh, Days of Our Lives in it that shows her titties, and she's pretty hot. Who? Um, Christian Alfonso. Oh, that's Hope. She Hope shows her tits. Shows her tits and ass. Yeah. All right, I got to get on Google right now. <laughs> I posted a picture I, I, of it. I've fucking watched Days of Our Lives for years and wanted to see those titties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, that's that's fucking crazy. I got to post that on Emily's page. She, oh, she, uh, I posted the image somewhere on there on the. She was Facebook just group. talking about fucking uh, uh, Days of Our Lives. Uh, okay, um, go ahead. Whatever Who cares. But it was an okay movie, and George George Siegel or whatever the dude's name is plays a detective, and he's about as believable as I would be in a detective role. But you know, it was all right. Um, you I watched, look like a detective. Well, I don't know. He's Cole got, checked the Night Stalker. He seems he seems kind of a, a comedic kind of person by that point. He didn't really play a serious role all that well. I didn't think. Uh, um, yeah, as long as he's not playing a <clears throat> fucking banjo. <laughs> I used to hate that when he'd be on shows and play a fucking banjo. I watched, uh, on recommendation of Large William, I watched Dark of the Sun with, with uh, Jim Brown and... Uh, what's that guy's name? Taylor? Rod Taylor. Rod Taylor. Uh, this was pretty good. It slows down in the middle a little bit, but it was kind of a cool like train ride through the jungle kind of movie. Um, there's a cool chainsaw fight in it. Sort of a chain... One-sided. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty fucking cool movie. Uh <clears throat> uh, we'd have to review it sometime, but the gentlemen are scooping us and doing it in December. So Jesus Christ, Jenna Doherty almost shows in this movie. <clears throat> um, I watched Acts of Obsession. No Blade of Grass. Also, um, this was recommended by somebody in our group, and I can't remember who. This is a British post-apocalyptic, or it's like, well, maybe it's pre-apocalyptic, but everybody's starting to act that way. There's some kind of virus that has it's killing. Um, certain sta- strains of grass and wheat and stuff. So there's becoming there's be- getting big food shortages and stuff, and the people getting sick and and it's just like a group of people traveling to this kind of fortified farm. And the main character has an eye patch. It's a pretty cool movie. A little heavy handed at times. It's very I and mean, you could tell some libby com lib lib, lib commy pinko fucking directed it. But <laughs> yeah, the director's credit libby libtard. All right, yeah, there you go. <laughs> libby libtard sucks. <laughs> Um, yeah, another, that's pretty good. Uh, um, I watched Butterfly. Butterfly Murders. Jesus Christ. Another Butter Butter Baby. <laughs> this, <was> rec- <laughs> this was recommended by Mick Large Huge. Sorry, I'm out of it. Um, this is directed uh, directed by Sui Hark. Um, now, I've never seen any of his films. I've seen um, a film he did direct a third of like a episodic kind of movie called triangle. Um, he did once upon a time in China, which I've never seen, but this is his first movie. It's called butterfly murders. And I was in a fucking piss poor mood on, on Sunday when I tried to watch it. And this motherfucker got on my nerves so bad. I was like, what the, this movie's stupid. It's so boring. But I rewound, got back to the point when I started losing it and went back the next day. And finished it, and it ended up being perfectly fine. It's a wuxia, so they're always a little kind of hard to follow at times. But um, it's a it's like almost like a giallo. It's like a murder mystery with set in feudal China. Um, it's 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 got some very interesting stuff. The sets are really nice. Um, it gets a little muddled at times. The main the main villain uh, wears this like leather armor and is pretty pretty cool. And then there you know there's people flying around like they always do in wuxia movies. So. 
Um, I watched a Gaspar Noé Gaspar Noé short called Carne. This is the prequel, I guess, to some other movie he did about a butcher. Um, this movie's pretty depressing. Uh, it's 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 worth seeing, but you know, it's just a dude who loses his daughter and gets a fat chick pregnant and leaves town. That's about it. Awesome <laughs> times. Can't yeah. wait. <clears throat> um, and you know what? That was it because I started another one. I didn't finish it. So Gaspar Noé is how I finished my week. <laughs> and then I went home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, and then I had to watch these two pieces of lovely movie making. In yeah, um, let's take a break and <laughs> come back and review one of them. How should how should we follow? Should we mix it up and do part two first, or we'll just come back and do Statham first? Yeah, that's it. Oh, we'll be right back. First. <laughs> we'll be right back. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and smartphone apps, social media marketing. Do you have questions? We have answers. Podcast is the only social media marketing podcast that brings you the latest news, websites, apps, and helpful tips on social media and online marketing. Download it each week to stay up to date with what to do and how to do social media marketing. Visit us at ICanHasPodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at ICanHasPodcast. First film of the evening is In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale from 2007. This is, as I said, directed by Uwe Boll and uh, starring Jason Statham, my favorite, Lili Sobieski, my second favorite, um, John Reese Davies, who actually I did not recognize in the credits until I heard his voice and I'm like, holy fuck, I know who that is, and Ron Perlman, who says no to nothing at all. So, um, <clears throat> a man named Farmer sets out to rescue his kidnapped wife and avenge the death of his son. Two acts committed by the Krugs, a race of animal warriors who are controlled by the evil Galleon. Oh, fuck, I forgot to mention Galleon. Fucking, <laughs> why is he so far down on the goddamn uh, credits list? Ray Liotta in possibly the fucking highlight of the film here, so... Um, the guest is going to lead us off. Mikey, what do you think of Uwe Boll's um, Lord of the Rings ripoff? Uh, well, momentarily, I was distracted by the related news of Uwe Boll versus Wall Street and bail out the Age of Greed. And it makes me think, what is an Uwe Boll movie about Wall Street going to be like? Oh, and no. what actors is he going to con into appearing in it? Maybe he'll get Michael Perret again for that one. Who to knows? Ha- yes. to, have, to have such a name that he does... Uh, to, you know, w- by this point, all of us think Uwe Boll movie. Okay, it's going to be surprising if it's good. How the fuck he gets all these huge names in these movies is beyond me. This cast is like one of the most befuddling casts ever for an Uwe Boll film. I know. Like, what, what did he do? Like, promise them like really awesome drugs for the parts. I don't know, dude. Anyway. Uh, but anyways, yes. 
now it can go on record, Zom, that I am talking about a Jason Bloody Statham movie that doesn't involve Expendables. <laughs> Let it be known on record, I am talking about a Statham movie. I, exceed, I exceeded his expectations. I've talked about a Snipes movie and now a Statham movie. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but let me just go here. We start off with Ray getting lucky with Lily right in the bed. And yeah, so that's a promising start for a film, I guess. Uh, and also, I noticed at that scene that Ray totally slips Lily the tongue during that makeout session. Like, you could actually see it on the screen as it's happening. Well, that's what Uwe promised him so he could be in the movie. <laughs> Which is a good paycheck if you think about it. You probably don't have to promise her. She didn't know anything about it. You probably don't have to promise Leota much these days. Nah. Maybe now, some fucking uh, skincare products. <laughs> oh, too late for that, dude. Those, yeah. things, those, those things have already tunneled their way through. Divots. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, if you put him and Brian Adams together in the same room, you won't be able to tell the difference. Well, that was from like an accident. I, re- I heard that he was on a movie one time, and uh, his face caught on fire, and there was a guy was by a golf course, and the guys came over and stopped it out with their golf shoes. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, it looked like somebody took some golf cleats to his cheeks. Poor Ray. Do you ever notice that he has like little, like it looks like they put a knife in his mouth and slit the corners of his mouth right on the right on the, en- the edges of his mouth, like a jo- his Joker smile. Yes, uh, sort of. Actually, you know what Ray Liotta reminds me of when he's older? He reminds me of a much more pissed off looking Mickey Bolins at times. He reminds me of Emily. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emily still has the better ass, so let's get that straight. Yeah, Liotta's got a nice round butt. <laughs> Plump. That's Emily on the fat ass bitch. Sorry, we don't care bound guys at conventions. <laughs> we fucking saw that guy as soon as we pulled into town and we made the left onto the the stretch where it has all the hotels and the whorehound thing. And the the uh, black guy in the wheelchair was going down the street. Same guy. <laughs> was he at whorehound too? No, because there wasn't as I don't think there was as much drunken debauchery. Well, it's cold to be outside like that, oh, right. and that's how he just kind of wandered in mm-hmm. to the last one. But Ray Liotta is like a what? He has like mystical powers. He's yeah, a, he's a wizard. A wizard. How I see how I got everything back on track. Yes, you did. I was actually going to lead off the next with the brilliant casting of Satham as a farmer named Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> He believes that what you do is who you are. Yeah, so, so that's you why know. He's okay with being called farmer. So technically, Loaf should be named Apple. <laughs> no, I'm named Porter. <laughs> and then Cheese. And, and named Insomniac. Yeah. But uh, he also has a bit of the Aussie touch to him since he carries a boomerang as one of his primary weapons. Oh, my and, God. And <laughs> that boomerang is ludicrous through various. In the film to be. Okay, so the first bit, bit here, I was like, who? I don't know who looks sillier, fucking Statham throwing a CGI boomerang or Perlman doing anything at all. But let me say, <laughs> fucking, he fucking, walks off the screen like a Mac. He's got a pig. He's walking his pig. Oh I mean, what's sweeter than that? Walking your pig. But uh, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. There's somebody Sweet later later on that has divot chin or divot cheeks that uh, <laughs> he fucking takes the cake for acting silly in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. And I gotta admit, there was a point where Perlman was on screen where it was like the family dinner with Stason's family. It reminded me of Zom, in a way, because he's like, gimme chicken, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, he had supposed to be like dinner and Zom, but... 
<laughs> There's some, uh, you know, um, spit it out. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, not to go. I mean, not to like jump ahead, but to give an overall viewpoint of this movie. Um, it reminds me of kind of like, and I don't know if it's because Uwe is like, all, like it's almost like on the job training when he's making these movies. <laughs> but it's like what I just said with Expendables Two. The the movie that I wanted was in there. That's like this one. There's a a good movie in there. Yeah, it's called fucking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> 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 that is the whole. Th- that is what this this story minus the fucking little person looking for carrying a ring is the Lord of the Rings story. <laughs> Now come on, um, I didn't see that. Anyway, <laughs> it's the, the Return of the King story is what this is. Uh, essentially, <laughs> like action but. stuff was actually not bad. Once that when they got the battles and stuff like that, it wasn't that bad. It's I mean it wasn't great, but it's a cross between like a sci-fi made for sci-fi movie yeah. and like a Xena the Warrior Princess show. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the play by hand too much right now but it's just like it's sort of the action in the first one it kind of in my mind placed it a, on a higher pedestal than what we got for part two but because right, right. there's at least much more happening and for the most part it's executed really well like actually one of the notes i did have was statham really does give his all for like the fight choreography sequences like there's no denying that he just knocks the shit out of well i call them orcs they call them bugs movie Krugs, what the yeah. fuck is the difference but now the the um no, I know everybody's probably expecting me to just like shit on Statham, but honestly, I in this review, I'm gonna have nothing bad to say about him because he was one of the better people in the he movie. Was. Yes, he was. And I'll, no give, I'll give him this: he was fucking energetic, like he was fucking into these. <laughs> sorts yeah. of, and I re- I laughed almost every time he would fucking do this kick and stuff, and his head would kind of like jerk back a little, like he was like doing like a like a chicken strut kind of thing. <laughs> His head would do like a little strut motion, like well, fucking a red rooster. That's where he got his style from. Watching the chickens. <laughs> but but you know those those grugs kind of reminded me. It was almost like Planet of the Apes, the way they walked and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, they said they were supposed to be like they said they fought like dogs or something. I don't know if they were supposed yeah. to be like a mix of dogs or whatever, but I think that's what orcs are supposed to be anyway. Um, yeah. So like and and these fucking things like they even. I mean, Bolt even stole like how the fucking I think they were called Orokai, Orokai or something like that in Lord of the Rings. Like they're kind of hybrid orcs and goblins or something. They were fucking huge. They always had the, fa- they, you know, the handprints on their face and stuff. And they would always pull them out of the ground. And these fucking things came out of the dirt too. Some of them well, even fucking traveled around like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> 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 tremors. I was kind of hoping for a cameo from the Tremors at some point. At that. <laughs> I mean, hey, if he's ripping off Lord of the Rings, then he may as well just throw in some tremors in the movie and then, you know, have, oh, Michael Gross show up and shoot those sons of bitches. That's coming. He'll, Michael Gross is going to play the uh, the uh, Burt Reynolds part in the next one. Oh, there's oh, there's going to be a part three. You gotta just, I got to talk about Burt Reynolds right now when okay. you brought it up. <laughs> so, he acts pretty much like what I imagine Zom and Loaf were acting like when they watched this movie. Just like, oh, God, please. <laughs> yes. God. End me right now. Kind of, kind of like uh, Dolph acts in the next one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Um, I can't believe I'm getting divorced and I have to pay, use the money to pay for this shit. <laughs> that, the, you know, I was trying to figure out. Okay, Lily Sobieski. 
Now I know Loaf uh, isn't like a big fan because you pooped on her quite a bit. Yeah, um, at the beginning of this movie, when I was looking at her, I was thinking, okay, now what? You know, I, it's not. I'm not. I wasn't sitting there thinking, why doesn't Loaf like her? Because I think she's hot. I was sitting there thinking to myself, okay, what? What's wrong with her you know because she doesn't really do a lot for me either and she's not like she's really super gross well then when she put on the armor and she became like kind of like warrior chick she got hotter because she kind of had a Joan of Arc look yeah. and then I looked up a picture of her and saw how big her tits were <laughs> and she started picking up a little bit and then you said she had a butthole mouth <laughs> she does dude if she's not smiling or something that fucking mouth is like a centimeter across I don't know how she fucking eats even but then that would be like doing anal without it. <laughs> It'd be like a challenge for you. Come on, you need to think about these hurdles here. Mikey, let me ask you a question. Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate Lily? I would actually probably, I'd be really generous. I'd say maybe a 6.5 or a 7. Wow, well, yeah, that's not bad. Well, I mean, that's not I'm not going to turn that shit down. I mean, come on. <laughs> sometimes she's like a 5, and then sometimes she's like a 6.5 or 7. Um, you know, like in her well, IMDb you're all right about, we're all right about the same yeah. place then. Yeah, it's not terribly different. The, look, the looks things, the look, her looks are not what bothered me. I've just never, I, I've never seen her in anything I even liked her in. And fucking Joyride was the first thing I ever saw that she was in. And that fucking movie got on my nerves. And I don't know. Yeah. She was in that one with uh, Al Pacino. Talk, talk. You know? Yeah. 88 seconds, yeah. minutes. Or <laughs> but anyway, um, you got Bert. Bert, Bert's got a fucking uh, the, the facelift from hell. Talk about somebody who looks like their face has been on fire. That looks, fucker has had that shit stretched so much. It looks it looks like it looks like a like he has scarred, like a burn victim. I don't know, yeah, I don't know who needed money more in this movie, but uh, I was very surprised to see Bert. Why am I burping so much? Jesus Christ. I had a lot of onions on my pizza. Because you're Burp Reynolds. Burp Reynolds. Waka waka. <laughs> now we also have which I was surprised because um, I thought Lily would be the you know the the chick in this. We also had all of a sudden this these these uh, these fucking uh, jungle uh, nymphs or something come <laughs> the wood riding elves, down on these yes. vines, and the one was fucking hot. And I was like, where uh. have I seen her before? Because she's got these nice boobies and a tan and blonde hair. Well, I saw her at Horrorhound because it was Chris Christana Loken from Terminator Three. Oh, yep. Terminator Three, and yet another bull, which is Blood Rain. Blood Rain. Wait, she was yes. the first. She was the first Blood Rain. Yeah, she was the first Blood yeah. Rain. Now, how the fuck does he not get her for the second Blood Rain? But she'll come back and be a goddamn elf in this shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, because I think he, when when he wanted to go for a little bit more uh, Nazi tit and lesbianism, she might have balked. Dude, no, she, fucking, she fucking did a jungle gym move on a jail cell and fucked a dude in the first movie with her tits out. Yeah. She was, she's pretty hot in this, though. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, she caught my attention. And But now that one guy, the one guy, and I cannot remember what his name was, he played the... Uh, the uh, evil prince dude. Oh, fuck. I fucking hate oh, fuck. Him, he's, a, he's a shithead. Yeah, let me just put this out on the record. Matthew Willard is one of those actors, I swear, he could be the nicest guy ever, but for all the shit I see him in, I want to punch him in the face. Yeah. So fucking bad if I ever ran into him. He's in that baseball movie with Freddie Prinze and fucking 
Jessica Biel, I think, played like the catcher or something. Yeah, it wasn't like and, Shaggy in the Scooby movie. Oh my god! But yeah. he was so miscast in this, and he was so horrible. Between him, with the scenes with him and Burt Reynolds in this, I wanted to fucking vomit. I was like, <laughs> the, these two, Burt hates himself and hates. He's probably on fucking drugs. He doesn't even want to be there. And this jackass. Now he tried to be a, the douchebag evil son or nephew or whatever and but i mean he was just totally miscast it was just like it didn't he just did not fit yeah you wanted to see him die though i mean that you know they got that a point across <laughs> but he, douche man yeah and spoiler alert you don't really get to see that all that much if i'm remembering no <laughs> don't spoil it dude <laughs> yeah I mean, um, people are hanging on a thread <laughs> <laughs> but no, the other thing. Oh, and I was reminded of this in a silver and gold, silver and gold group. God, I don't want to sound like those crazy Aussies out there. But, <laughs> anyways, yes. Uh, about Bert, I, we also got to mention too that he did his styling tips from the Hollywood Hulk Hogan school of fashion mm. with the completely silver hair, but you know, making sure that the mustache and the eyebrows are completely darkened. They're black. I mean, yeah, they're jet black. <laughs> Oh God! That I guy. hate Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a better laugh in this movie? Young, but man, he he turned into an old fucking, just a fucking piece of. I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, it, it's like it, he kind of has the same. I kind of he rubs me the wrong way. The way that Stallone rubs me the wrong way. The older he gets, it's like, dude, give it up. You're fucking old. Uh, you, you got Stallone's hair is fucking black, and he's trying. He had the worst mustache, and then he takes all those steroids and shit. So he's got these. His arms aren't even big, but they just have big giant veins all over him, and his chest and everything. And that's the way Bert is. I, I can just see Stallone's going to be just like fucking Bert, fucking old. I mean, you're old, fucker. Time, you know. You're. I'm sorry, you're not fooling anybody. You look like a fucking ridiculous spectacle, cocksucker. <laughs> Oh, but anyway. see Ray Yoda doing that. <laughs> no steroids, but he'll fucking man. I don't know. <laughs> Him and Perlman are competing for fucking bottom of the barrel right here. At least, at least Perlman's got fucking Sons of, Sons of Anarchy. I don't know what Leota has. Oh, fuck. I actually just saw a commercial with a Leota movie coming out of this with him and, oh, Brad Pitt. Uh, Killing Me Soft, if I remember right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Or wait, 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 wait. Is, is Leota going to be. Who's in the one with. Uh, with um, Baby Goose with Gosling. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, Sean Penn in that one. Okay. Okay. Fucking uh, Vinding Refn. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Refn's not directing that one. Refn's directing a new uh, a Gosling one though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this chair sucks. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I I did. I really did think that um, this movie. Um, when I started watching it. I went home this morning and I told some people that I work with, I said, I got to go home and watch two movies. They said, well, how long are they? And I said, probably about an hour and a half a piece. <laughs> and I got home and I started watching this cocksucker and I thought it was like a little bit over two hours. I'm like, what in the fuck? And then as I'm watching it, I swear to fucking God, it seemed like I would watch it for an hour and it would say, you have an hour and a half to go. And I was like, wait a minute, it's only a two-hour movie. <laughs> then I watched it another hour, and it would say, you have another hour. I'm mean, like, it just kept, went on and on and on. And and that's that's one thing about this fucking movie. Now, I I don't know if Uwe, I think that he was trying to make like an epic, because at yeah. the end, like when, when, it, when it was finally over, 
uh, it went to a black screen and it came up and it said uh, a film by Uwe Boll. Like it was like by <laughs> David Lee or something like that. It's like, but um, when they started finally getting down to it and they started having some big battles and shit yeah. out in the woods and the rain and and uh, then they had some uh, some fights with some magic with some swords and stuff and and uh, Leota. It kind of cut loose with a uh, with some lightning from the fingers. <laughs> Dude, I almost lost my shit when he 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 does this matrix dodge of a sword and falls flat on his back and yes. then like bounces straight up <laughs> doing this like T shape. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one where he's like in the ballet pose as he's like. Oh my god, it looked hilarious. <laughs> And, and and if you if you're with like some old fucking asshole wizard and he's like okay now I know they wanted to get the shot the Lord of the Rings shot from where they're like the the cameras up in the helicopter and they're walking along this the, the, this uh, rim of this uh, like mountain mm-hmm. the four of them like Lord of the Rings um, and then you get to the edge which is like a giant cliff and across the way probably a football field away is another giant rocky cliff and the guy goes see that cave over there. You need to go in there. And I'm like, well, why didn't you fucking walk down? Why are you? I mean, and then they, they find the most ridiculous way to get over there. The rope. Whip. Let's just yeah, the rope have slingshot. A, oh, God. Be able to grab onto the side when it fucking whips us and almost and just basically kills us. He had a fucking wizard with him that could fucking walk through a wall, like be dust and walk through a wall. And he leaves. Uh, he leaves fucking uh, Statham there to whip himself through the air on a rope. Well, if we want to talk absurd moments here, let me quick rattle off a few. Right. Name one with like, remember the part yeah. where it's like, oh, Bert's giving the inspiration speech to his massed armies, you know, basically made up of models and then CGI shot. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one lineup shot of the army where it's like, I kind of looked at it and go, wait, are those just like 10 knights put in front of like a castle model for a brief moment there? Awesome. They just had mirrors to make it look like there were more <laughs> cardboard cutouts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Zom's going to remember this. It's like those old comic ads where it's like they had like those playsets where it's like, oh, get 100 soldiers for like only $5 or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you just got like these really shitty like plastic toy soldiers with some cardboard cutout vehicles, essentially. Yeah. It was awesome, though, man. You imagination <laughs> instead of like watching this shit where you, you still have to use your imagination and pretend it's good. <laughs> Imagination. Who is that? We got Xboxes now, baby. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, also for, like the big fights as well. I mean, this movie has a little bit for everybody in there. Like, if you like knights, you got knights. If you got, if you like orcs or krugs or whatever, you got orcs. If you like ninjas, oh, this movie's got ninjas oh, for you. Oh, yeah, it did yes. have ninjas. They ran up those fucking trees, man. Was that CGI or did those fuckers run up those they were, trees? They were on a wire like the, like the elves. They had were. to have been. Yeah. You can't climb a tree like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you think of Statham's woman? His, uh, his wife was, was a hot piece yeah. of ass, man. She had some big what teeth, but she was, was she cute. In? I don't know. She was in The Rock. She must have been. Who the fuck was she in The Rock? She was a hot little piece, man. I liked her. She I don't know. Cool. She reminded me too much of oh god, that one actress that played. Uh, I keep calling her Silver Fox from Wolverine Origins, but she yeah, kind of has. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It's like I'm not going to say she's really you know hideous, but I don't know. It doesn't really do much for me. Yeah. You're crazy talking. She does kind of have a weird mouth. 
Yeah, I don't know. Not I'm, a looking at, mouse. I'm looking at it over. She's better. Would when you she's... rather have a butthole mouth, a small mouth, or a big mouth? I'd rather have a big mouth than a butthole mouth. Really? Wouldn't that make your dick seem smaller? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my immediate thought. Was that, yeah, yeah, you know, it, I mean, whatever. It's, there's no help in that thing. <laughs> it has to be like a pinhole mouth. <laughs> Feed her through a fucking straw. <laughs> And I got to give Bull this much for giving me the comedy highlight of, oh, God, it's for, like, the first, like, forest fight sequence with, like, the armies. And the Krugs have, like, the catapult launchers. And they're just launching catapults and then launching flaming pitch. And then they get the brilliant inspiration of, wait, what if we get some of our guys, put them in a catapult, set them on fire, and throw them? That was pretty cool. Then the dudes would be on fire, like, running around hugging all the enemies. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't give a shit. He's a honey badger. <laughs> but but then they, they, that must have been like kind of part of their strategy because now they didn't light any other ones on fire, but they were putting other grugs or what krugs or whatever Krugs-y. in the catapult and shooting them at people. Yeah, that'd I be kind of fun actually, like crowd surfing. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't care about how it felt on the other end. Well, and, hell, if you're a giant gorilla, you wouldn't give a shit. And the the. You know the battle scenes are pretty fun in this. They're they're silly, and you could tell that it's a kind of, you know, you could tell it's lower budget because you know when you have Lord of the Rings, you have fights in front of a huge fucking castle. You got fights on a bridge. You got fights in the mountains, in the woods. This one pretty much every fight happens in the woods or in a room. So yeah. you can, it's a way to right. save money because they just use the same set over and over. But you know, I mean, the the stuff with the <clears throat> with the royal family like. Figuring out who's who and all that shit. That got a little. That's where the movie got way too fucking long. Yeah. They could have left out. Honestly, if, if they could have trimmed a half hour off this cocksucker. Yeah, if Lily's <laughs> part is... wasn't in the movie at all, it would have been fine. They they didn't need yeah. any of her. Yeah. Um. And if they were gonna have her, they could have shown her big old titties. Huh, no, no titties at all in this. There's two Uwe Boll movies in a row, row with no titties. So that's a crock of shit. Right it there. is. That it is, is pretty crappy. Although. When you mentioned earlier, like, you know, it was for, like, Uwe's artistic statement, uh, this is actually a few both films actually theatrically. I remember that distinctly. Oh, my God, Mikey, you just totally cut out. That was sucked. Say that, try saying that again. That's how they sound normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually one of the few Bull movies that actually did see theatrical life. Like, I remember, God, the opening week of this. I wasn't actually there in the theaters to see it, but I remember around that time, like, one of our local press... Uh, guys, well, outside of saying pop a lot mm-hmm. in the paper, uh, <laughs> he so, gave it like uh, just a complete ass reaming of a review. But it's like, I remember at that time going, wait, holy shit, Uwe Boll has a movie in a theater? What the hell is going on there? <laughs> yeah, I think that was like probably like Blood Rain, because I think Blood Rain went to the theater too, and then he just makes like rapid fire ones after that. And I mean, I don't know, this could be worse. It's not awful but it's pretty boring at times but then you know the fights are pretty cool like if it was like part two and only an hour and a half it would have been a lot better but i guess he had to get all of his you know the group gets split up and well you know you got the the small contingent going into the mountains and you have the big epic battle out on the ground that will make the big difference and you know it's, he wow, had to get wow, all this wow. yeah so whatever i mean it could be worse Statham didn't even take his shirt off, by the way. All ladies or dudes who like to watch Statham with his shirt off. And they didn't even give him any armor or anything. That motherfucker wore that yes. dirty tunic the whole fucking movie. That's because he's yeah. so bad. He just only needs a tunic. Although, he did get a change of outfit, because remember, when he's initially farming, he only just has like the sleeveless vest on. So. Yeah. He may have had bitch tit, like from doing steroids or something. <laughs> like oh, The God. Rock, when The Rock wore, started wearing that silk uh, sweatsuit. 
And everybody's like, why is The Rock wrestling in a sweatsuit? And he had to have his tits fucking worked on because his estrogen levels were well, too high. Well, he was Samoan, too. And the Samoan guys usually get usually get the, you know, like all the fucking like Yokozuna and shit. They get the slanted yeah. down titties. I think it's Yeah, genetic. but fucking Yokozuna weighed 600 fucking pounds. <laughs> I know, but not all of them have. The I mean, Rock's got a waist that's like a 32-inch <laughs> waist. It was, uh, it's not, you know. Who was the dude in uh, in Body Slam with Roddy Piper? Because even well, he, he was fat too. No, he was skinny. Well, that was Tonga Kid, but he wasn't super skinny. But he and, but he had the and he the, got and he got really fat. And he had the slopey down titties also. So. Yeah, slopey down titties. <laughs> well, wait, what about like oh god, uh, Rikishi then? Like, oh, I'm trying well, to remember yeah. if he had the slopey down ones. He did. He, he, had, he, was Ray Liotta, he oh. had the 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 uh, the uh, Ray Liotta pit face, but it was on his ass. God, imagine what Ray Liotta looked like with his shirt off. He should have been. <laughs> <laughs> he should have had his I, shirt I've off. seen Ray Liotta. Ray, Ray Liotta was in the. Uh, a couple of movies where he did sex scenes, he was completely naked, and he kind of has a flabby, pasty white ass. <laughs> I mean, now imagine. <laughs> oh my god, that was when he was young too. <sighs> we can we, let's, let's wrap this up, Mikey. Do you have anything else to add? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, from like the insane amount of notes that I had, I don't want to you know drag this out any further than it needs to be because this is obviously my show, so I'm not doing this point by point. So <laughs> we don't do that shit. Zom, do you have anything else? Uh, it was uh, if they would have cut it down like i said about an hour and a half yeah i could uh, it would have been it would have been a lot better and stuck i I will actually agree with that yeah i I think that stuck more action and uh uh, fucking i mean i know uh, like uwe bowl's probably like okay i want to get a bunch of name people because you look down through the list there and there's you know some you know not huge names but he's got some people but like fucking burt reynolds that was totally miscast and he did he didn't he was they could have taken a fucking uh, uh just a, just a, uh, gave a, somebody a chance and they would have been better than him because he would uh, he didn't even try he, yeah. he was horrible Hell, the guy that played like the King's Guard commander guy, he probably would have made a better king, honestly. He actually gave more to the role than Burt. <laughs> oh, he was into it. Yeah. And then I like, I mean, I liked uh, Davies, the guy that played the, yeah. the, the Magus. Um, yeah. And it's so weird because I didn't recognize him at first, but when you, as soon as you hear his voice, it's like, oh my God, it's fucking Gimli well, from he Lord used of the to be Rings. Fatter. I don't, yeah, I think he did because he was in the, he was in the uh, uh, Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. yeah. But, you it's know. Now it's it's weird seeing him be that's, like that's, eye level with everybody because I've you know I'm so used to Lord of the Rings now and like he was he was the dwarf in that so um, so he was actually in Lord of the Rings and then he was in Lord <laughs> yeah. of the Rings he was the, he was the dwarf that traveled with the group I don't watch shit oh, okay um, <laughs> <laughs> I did I did uh, I, there was a there was a funny part that made me laugh too when a, oh, an orc is trying to beat the shit out of one dude and he's putting his shield up and that shield is just denting like one of those old yeah trash it was like ten, like almost like a kitty <laughs> like it was like one of those shield. trash can lids they used to use in yeah. WWF hardcore matches. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, but yeah, I mean, there's some. I mean, the, the you know the wizard fight near the end was pretty cool too. When when fucking Gimli passes through the wall, like uh, that was really neat. When he walked through the wall yeah. and like his skeleton formed first, and then they had the yeah, sw- that was cool yeah, that was that. neat. That was pretty cool. So, so I mean, they weren't like the greatest special effects in the world, but they were. You know, some of them weren't too bad. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, like an edge above like sci-fi movie, yeah. kind of actual sci-fi movie. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, Mikey, what would you give this on the scale from one to ten? <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm probably going to be pretty charitable about this one because, yeah, it could have been much better. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, 
even with like the factor of it could have been trimmed down, I'm probably going to give it maybe a six. Because, like I said, when the battle sequences do come up, they do pay off. Statham's pretty appealing in it. When you do get people that actually are giving a shit about their roles, yeah. <laughs> Reynolds, but... <Yeah. laughs> but when you actually get people that are dedicating themselves to their roles in it, they are actually enjoyable to watch. And it's just one of those things where it's like, how did this movie get made? I'm still kind of puzzled by it. And for the most part, it's like, it's, I've watched worse fantasy stuff, so it's actually pretty yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Not like oh, that sucker. Where's his way from? Oh, uh, Den- Denmark or something. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they had that tax thing set up that if you made a fucking movie, you basically oh, you couldn't German. lose money. Cause, he's German. Yeah, the the, okay. the government matched. However, like if you said, okay, I've got these people that are going to put two hundred thousand dollars in this movie, the government would match the two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So it's like you, there's no way you could lose money. So that's I mean that's how he and that's I mean I'm not saying two I'm sure he spent more than two hundred thousand dollars, but uh that's probably how he got these people because he's like, okay, I got this all this money, uh so he'd pay them and they'd be like, well fuck, I'll come over for a week or you know a few days. But I'm with Mikey. I think honest to God, if they would have trimmed it a little bit and took the the people that were that were either miscast or the people that really were just there to cash a paycheck. Because like you said, Statham and some of the ones that actually took it seriously. I mean, it's not a serious movie, but if you're going to go out there and just fucking half-ass it, then you might, you know, yeah, you might as well yeah, not yeah. be in it. I don't mm. give a fuck what your name is. I would probably give this a, eh, like a 5.5. I mean, it wasn't yeah. the only thing that was, I waited till the last minute to watch it and which that, then you're in a rush. <laughs> I know. And I was so fucking sick and sleepy yeah. after Thanksgiving and I watched it too, but, and, and I'm right there with you. I mean, it had, it had stuff that was perfectly fine and, you know, just good for a fantasy action movie. And then it had some shit that I was like, come on. If um, they would have, uh, if for as long as, if they wanted to make it two hours, if they would have had some more uh, nudity and sex in it, then it would have got you through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I give it a 5.5 yeah. as well. So yeah. uh, it looks like we all think it's a little better than average. Um, yeah. or, rather, or pretty average. So uh, cool. Let's take a break again and come back and do part two, daddy. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, and welcome back to another episode of Guess That Riff. With me on the show tonight, my first contestant is Mr. Fred Nurk. Fred, are you ready to guess that riff? I sure am. Okay, here's riff number one. Ah, that's It's a Long Way to the Top by ACDC. Fantastic, Fred. Okay, here's riff number two. Hmm. That one is Eagle Rock by Daddy Cool. Fantastic! You're doing great, Fred. Now, this one's a tricky one. Guess riff number three. Hmm. That one is I Walk the Line by Johnny Cash. Fantastic, Fred! How did you know all those riffs? Well, I listened to Love That Album podcast. That's fantastic. Really? Uh, no. That's what you told me to say, Dad. Max, shh. I told you never to call me Dad during the promo. Go to lovethatalbum.blogspot.com or type in Love That Album, all one word, into iTunes. Listen to Love That Album. It might turn you into a rock geek. Or you might just con your son into making pitiful promos for your podcast.
right, back from break again. We're having to put the music in later, so we don't even know what the hell it is. Anyway, uh, the next movie tonight is In the Name of the King, Two Worlds, starring Dolph Lundgren and Natasia Malte, or The Second Blood Rain, and some other people that don't matter. Um... <clears throat> Also directed by Uwe Boll, 2011, an ex-Special Forces, aren't they all, soldier gets thrown back to medieval times to fulfill an ancient prophecy and ends up finding redemption for his own battlefield experiences. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it makes perfect sense right there. Okay. Ranger. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'd be surprised how many times that got me laid. What is this laid? I was watching this movie. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what. When I started watching this, this is another one where when I'm watching it, I was like, okay, there's stuff here that I would have liked to have seen. Like, okay, Uwe has this story and he's going along with her. Where, but like at the beginning when Dolph is just um, in the regular world, he's like teaching this karate class to these kids and stuff. And then he goes home and um, he's kind of going through this little ritual thing. He's doing the Zom thing where he's filling the bathtub up. I know and you then, got. A, I know you got a boner from that big tub. He's a fucking big ass tub. I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck's he doing?" He starts running the water, and then he goes downstairs. I'm like, "The tub's gonna overflow." But I forgot it was this huge tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, see, you'd be honored, Zom, because I first thought of you right when he was filling up the bathtub. I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> fuck, I'd have a soak with Dolph. Watch Wait, the movie. did he? Did he ever turn tub. the water I'm, off? Not with him between my legs. Did, did he ever turn the water off? He turned her no well he, yes he did because he was downstairs forever and then when he came back up I thought they were gonna forget about it but okay. he did turn it off and then later on the tub came into play yes it did but and see <laughs> but and you truth know, be I, told can we really call this the real world because it's basically set in Vancouver Canada and we yeah. all know that's like an imaginary country anyways oh, God. Canada um, but I thought you know this would be cool if they just had a movie where Dolph was like. Uh, he could still be ex special forces guy, but he was just like teaching kids, and it was a nice movie, and he had like a love interest and shit, and didn't have to have all this other stuff. I would have watched that because you're sure, you know. I think Dolph he has charisma. He's fun. like even when that guy kicked him in the balls in the karate room, and, then and he, he got pissed. He chokes out a dude in front of children. There's a ch- yeah, <laughs> but then he caught himself and he kind of gives the guy like a wink, you know, okay, you know. Uh, watch guys, the balls. One of, these, one of these days, I'm gonna get you. He goes. Her, I, I wouldn't plan on it or something like that. But he's, <laughs> he just got this charisma. So then, and, and then, I, I, this is one of those ones that I just enjoy watching him walk and move. Oh God, he looks like he's in pain in this movie for real. In Expendables Two, Schwarzenegger actually calls Dolph Frankenstein, <laughs> and every time I watch him in these movies, I think of like Boris Karloff as Frankenstein. <laughs> Plodding around, you know. Yeah, when I watched that movie, the fucking the Joshua Tree movie, uh, he was fucking so like he was so skinny and just like running around, jumping over shit. And I think maybe he's he's just such a big guy. I think his knees yeah. are probably fucking bad or something. And well, he's just getting old. Yeah, mm. I mean, he have black fucking eyebrows and white hair, and you know, look at look at Van Damme though. That dude can still do high kicks and stuff. He's Van Damme's fucking awesome. Yeah. And he's the, but he's the youngest one of the whole bunch. Okay, well, he's still in his fifties though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, Jesus Christ, Chuck Norris is like 74 fucking oh, years God. old. Oh, God, with his fucking black Piece hair. Fucking, and, he's a and his eyes were straight. Is this Chuck Norris you're talking about? I don't even know, like, this fuck Norris actor that Ugh, people... Fuck uh, Norris uh, is a piece of shit. Uh, but so anyway, Dolph uh, is getting ready. To, he's going to have a soak. Uh, they they kind of set up the thing about him being, you know, in the military, and and I guess he, you know, he's kind of scarred a little bit. He's sad on the anniversary of whatever. He takes a bottle of booze out and has a drink to his comrades. His teammates. He has to mark it on the bottle to remember them. For the team. Well, then Jesus Christ. Next thing you know, I mean, the, these people look like. Um, those fucking mutants from uh, Omega Man with Charlton Heston. They have like, these black cloaks, and they just show up in his house, and, man, he just starts fucking slow motion whipping ass, but it's not slow motion. It's just how slow he moves. But he beats the fuck out of him because he's like Andre the Giant. They're small. And so then this chick shows up, and she's like, you know, come on, let's get, you know, fucking, let's get the fuck out of here. And she makes this thingy, and they jump through. Okay, now that girl wasn't bad looking either. She wasn't great looking she wasn't as good looking as natasia Malth or whatever oh my the god she is fucking hot oh i love her i mean oh she's, she's that- hot in this movie but let me let me put it to you this way in comparison to the two like this one per, per capita has probably the hottest woman in yes. between the duology oh yeah his winch his bed winch was pretty hot yeah she that, was just gonna keep him warm the witch in the mountains was pretty hot oh wait and Dolph's like our <laughs> fuck you I'm just, I'm just tired I'm, right now. I'm tired. You know, that's what's bad is that when you get old like that, when you're like your guy's age, if a chick like that was in bed and you'd be like, fuck, man, I'll just fuck shit out. When you get old and you're broken down, you literally get to where you're kind of like, eh, let's just do it later. I'm oh, in the, in the name of the king of in the name of the king three has been announced, apparently. So, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it's going to be this time, but. I can't wait. <clears throat> but so anyway, Dolph ends up, of course, you know, there's like a little wormhole. I don't think you call it a wormhole, but it's some kind of do with magic. Yeah. And he goes back into like medieval times. But now the, the one thing is they could have fucked around and did the fish out of water thing for a real long time with him, uh, you know, being there and be <laughs> like, oh, what's this? What's that? But they really oh don't. He, he accepts it pretty quickly. Well, it was funny at first because um, it felt like at first that they had just taken Dolph and put him in the middle of a Rennie fair where everybody was taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah, and he was yeah, just like, yeah. he was not amused at all. Like, uh, you guys are jackasses. But <laughs> funny or what would be if, if he actually was in the middle of a Renaissance fair. <laughs> it pretty much what it was. That's pretty much what it was. Let's yeah. It's honest. like a documentary at that point. <laughs> so he, they do have some times, but most, most of the fish out of water stuff is the people reacting to him. Like he might say like, you know, are you fucking cocksucker or something like that? They'd be like, cocksucker. What is that word that you're speaking? You, you know? mean a chicken? These strange words. He kicked that chicken. He stomped that chicken. They didn't show it, but there yeah. was chicken around his Somebody feet brought him a tra- bag of chicken, and he's like, he didn't want to eat it because it had. Have you ever heard of E. coli, salmonella? <laughs> Stomp on a chicken. So anyway, he. Um, <laughs> They kind of they they you know they do the thing where they're like you're the one. How many times in America? That's almost as bad as the special black ops thing, where you you don't know it, but secretly you are the one. You're like Jesus or something, you know. And you're gonna they need you to fucking fight evil. <laughs> Two of the and, oldest fucking tricks in the action movie book, and we get them both in the same. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's ex special forces and the chosen one. <laughs> the chosen one. He's Jeff Jarrett. Double J. That's J E double F J A double R E double T. The chosen one. 
people don't even know what I'm talking about right now. But if they're listening <laughs> to this show, they probably do. No, so I carry on slap nuts. <laughs> now I don't like that <laughs> Lachlan Monroe that played the king. Oh, I call him Statham Light. He's like uh, the retarded clone of Jason Statham. Well, to me, he reminded me of that the dude that played the prince in the last one. He's <laughs> he's been in like stupid comedy movies. What is that asshole's name? Lachlan Monroe, and he was in one of those movies where he was in a fraternity, and these guys moved in, and he was the crazy fraternity brother that was going to kill himself. He was in Unforgiven. He was the dude that couldn't see. Was that him? Holy shit! And I'm noticing now he's in Freddy vs. Jason. I know just who he is. He is the guy that couldn't see in Unforgiven, isn't he? I didn't know that, but I don't like him. Uh, (laughs) What an asshole! Yeah, dude. no, that was James. <laughs> Wo- no, 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 we're supposed to kind of, you know, he, question his loyalties right from the get go. It's like, oh my god, this character's like a complete fucking tool. Yeah, Why is the, the big mystery here? There's no he's, way that was him because he, he would have been way too young. Not, he is not the guy that couldn't see, and that's James Woolvet. How do, how do, who spelled his name? J a i m z. What a what an asshole. Yeah, you know, well, that's the way it goes. You know, his mother probably did. You just called his mother an asshole. His mother's an asshole. <laughs> bitch. Well, who the hell did he play? He must have been tiny. He, I think he was just like one of them fucking people that got killed. He was only in his 20s. Yeah, he must have been one of the... Just okay. the, got killed. Anyway. Um, the- so anyway, Dolph, um, he, he kind of... Um, he gets a chance to get some kind of. You know, she wasn't thick, but I mean, she wasn't like a super skinny blonde haired chick. And she wanted to. She she basically thought told him that she would either fuck him or she'd go get some dude to fuck him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm out of time. I'm straight. So he says, you know, he basically lets everybody know that he doesn't like the dick except his own and some girl's cunt. And then, uh, but so it, it, inevitably, him and Blood Rain, uh, like chick. Oh, uh, I did like when she, uh, when when she comes in to tend to his wounds the first time, and the the blonde chick like she's like he's got a wound here and here, and fucking Dolph. This had to be improvised, but he like points to his wrists like a, like a big smart ass like right here, <laughs> and the look on his face, man, you know he's fucking busted out laughing. He's like, yep, here's my wound, here's it my word. It's not much nudity as they did in Blood Rain Third Reich. They could have had a nude scene with Dolph and that chick, but then again, Dolph is married in real life, no, so he, he, he was in the middle of a divorce, and that's why he did this movie. I read. Oh, that. really? Yeah, oh, crazy. <laughs> so the wife and the kids that he was on the beach with in those pictures where he showed his dong—that must have been earlier in 2011. That's over because, with. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's dating. He's dating some young. Hot pizza. Yeah. Ass. Well, hell, after, I'm so, after Expendables came out, he's probably like, I'm a big star now, bitch. <laughs> I'm a star again. I'm a hundred years. I must break you. And some young girl's like, oh my God, he's so gross, but he's got money. <laughs> um, but you know. <laughs> oh my God, what's wrong with his jaw? But I'll still fuck him for money. Like, goddamn Boris Karloff, bitch. It's alive. Anyway, um, so he is the chosen one. They have, like, kind of a, um, what do you call it, a flim-flam going on. And Dusty rules with the, the flim-flam man is coming and trying to pull the wool over Dusty. Dolphy, Dusty, I, Dusty, long. Dolphy rules, daddy. And um, so anyway, um, he hooks up with Hot Chick. Hot Chick 
Poison Ivy. That was pretty funny when she came in and she said she was unfulfilled or something. He's like, unfulfilled? Oh, right. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, fine. I gave you everything I had, fucker. So anyway... Uh, Now, it gets kind of convoluted because you have Mother, whatever the fuck her name was, Superior or something. Oh, it's like Mother or something like that, if I remember right. And uh, so he's got to go see her, and she's supposedly the bad third person, and and blah, 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 blah. Well, then, now, the part that I got confused in, and I'm not giving anything away because I don't give a fuck, um, (laughs) but was he supposed to be Dahl? Was he supposed to be Statham? No, he's... Okay, I read this. He is Statham's son yeah it's supposed to be like a family lineage kind of thing she took him to the future to hide him though you're right so spoiler alert see he was he he was taken through time and well can i do like a retro spoiler alert here because that's like well gee that's an interesting family tree with reynolds then statham then (laughs) what the hell happened on the evolutionary chain on that family right right is like five foot five and his grandson is is fucking a god. He's got these fucking monsters, the fucking god Statham god. with his with his caveman brow and fucking yes. Frankenstein. Statham, I wonder if Statham's entire body isn't like stubble. <laughs> like he just shaves everything. It just it's like a, a little bristly uh stubble all over his entire body. Everywhere. Oh, so he's like the Marvel so, Comics character the Porcupine if he lets it grow out. Yeah, 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 exactly. He just shoots little quills out all over his body. <laughs> Uh, so he they, they, he kind of goes and there's an adventure and people are trying to stop him and blah 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 blah. Now Dolph is the kind of guy he doesn't need a sword he just <laughs> or a armor. He doesn't need armor either. He's fucking. And I like when he was going to drink the water and he said, "This water's pro." And they had narration in this. And if you got a guy that sounds like he's got a broken jaw that's from Sweden talking, <laughs> have to narrate shit. This water's probably got a coli. And a dead sheep. And he takes a drink of it anyway. Dumbass. <laughs> the spit takes it. <laughs> he like doesn't drink or eat in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Let's have some wine. <laughs> they, kinda, they have some camaraderie stuff going on there. They The one dude hates his guts at, at the sight of him from the very beginning. And then all of a sudden they become like, you know, you're a soldier and I'm a soldier. And you save my life and I save your life. Let's be friends. <laughs> And as soon as he decides to go be friends, you knew that guy was a fucker. He's a red-shirted security guy on the Starship Enterprise. Uh, well, how about this? When all the guys were chasing him, and they come to the edge of this, like it was, it was sort of, it wasn't really a cliff, but it, it was, was just like a very steep hill, a very <laughs> steep hill. And that guy goes, you know, there's no way we can all make it down there. They'll catch up to us. And the guy goes, you've got to go. I got to save you because you're the chosen one. I'm here to protect you. And he goes, I can't leave you here because I had a team one time before. And so I'm gonna, you know. So Dolph doesn't want to leave. That guy just fucking kicks him. And this he goes a- ass over tea kettle down that fucking hill. And then fucking the uh, blood rain <laughs> third right chick jumps down there too. And they're just going. Plum, plum, plum. Well, why didn't they just kind of go down the hill on their feet? Well, he couldn't really help it because he got kicked. But well, he, uh, did, I, he yeah. thinks that she probably could have figured yeah, out a better way. Yeah, she just really nearly threw herself off the cliff. And I actually <laughs> almost wished that at that point I would have gotten a fan at it, of the disc and somebody would have cut in the footage of Homer Simpson falling down the cliff and having him hit his head every <laughs> outcropping oh, there. Oh, oh, my God. Well, whatever. I guess I'm still talking about it. <laughs> now, um... I don't know. They just kind of fight and everything. Are you into that short and sweaty sandal thing? <laughs> yeah. A Turkish bath, maybe? <laughs> 
Um, now I did like. Well, I don't know if I'd say I liked it. Um, that they, they, I don't even remember that much about it. <laughs> I just watched it three hours ago. I did. Me. I watched it in the bathtub. I mean, I watched the whole thing in the fucking bathtub. And and I will say this, honest to God, I don't know if it's because I like Dolph and because he was kind of funny in it and shit, and just how he is and everything. And I like that this girl. I like this one better than the other one. I did it too. Was short, oh, God. <laughs> it was funnier. And Dolph fucking is just like, you know, doing his Dolph thing. <laughs> I liked it better too. <laughs> oh, my. Did. Wow. Boring. I would watch this one again. I won't watch the first one again. <laughs> I've watched this one twice. I wouldn't watch the other one again. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be a knockdown, drag out, kerfuffle. All right, Mikey. Let's see, let's see what you have to say. <laughs> oh, but. Oh, wait, right. oh, oh, I'm doing it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's uh, do this. All right, fine. Okay. Oh, God. I got to say, if it, <laughs> Dolph might be the only saving grace for this for me, because <laughs> this is like a direct opposite, whereas the other film was two, slightly two plus hours. It's like, well, yeah, if they trimmed it, it would have been tighter, but I still enjoyed it. This one was only an hour and a half, and I felt like, oh, my God, when the fuck is this thing going to wrap up? Cause this it's one, you, said, you thought about this one? That is honestly what I thought about. Oh this my one. god! This is more like a Death Stalker type movie. This is not any. For one thing, much more happens in fucking Death Stalker than in this one. Oh, there's a I dragon and everything. Oh, I mean, sorry, the woods of alternate <laughs> dimensions. Uh, we got fucking like we got milk toast. Uh, damn fear. She was a lot better as fucking. Uh, that's Tan fucking blood fear. rain. She was just kind of in this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm about to say, she it, didn't show any titty either. That was fucking this movie because every line that came out just sounded like she just learned the English language that day only. But it was an hour and a half. It was good for a fantasy <laughs> movie. Uh, uh, this one really <laughs> killed me. So I got to say, like for a score, oh, Dolph, you you bring it up to a four. It's like it's holy slut. shit, he's already jumping to the score. He's like, fuck this movie. <laughs> 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 we haven't finished talking about it yet. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> you got to spoil alert. There's my score. Now, as for the rest of the movie, I got to say there's one thing I... I don't know. Maybe this would have added to it or not. But, God, I was actually kind of disappointed that you didn't go further into, like, that cannibalism angle of, like, oh, the Black Mother's crew. Well, they no, it was... Okay, we'll we'll just spoil it. It was a lie. They were just lying to make yes, people scared. Mikey. It's been kind of cool to at least see something that entails <laughs> some threat. And then have a talk to about like, oh well, he doesn't wear armor. Nobody in the movie wears fucking armor. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And like these dumb hoodies. Like these lucky hoodies. Might that watch this movie. <laughs> it was on the cover too. I thought Dolph was gonna have a nice shiny he just set of armor at the by the cover, and now he's telling us all. Oh, I give it a four. <laughs> did you watch this? <laughs> yes, I did. Although I gotta, I do have to say this though. There was one comedy highlight for me, which was the horrendous CGI dragon that shows up later in the film. Yes. I love that CGI dragon. <laughs> that awesome. CGI dragon was, was the worst piece of shit ever. No. <laughs> but it was so hilarious to like it just. Pops in, like, crunches a dude underneath his feet. It became, like, their friend. The it, dragon even, was kicking it wasn't, ass. but, I mean, it, it, you know, it worked out that way. Oh, no, yeah. I gotta say, also, when the dragon says, wait, are, did they flee back to their village, or did they just find, like, some sort of, like, outpost or something? That was the, the stronghold. That was the that was where the king was ruling over at the, at the that, time. That CGI dragon was definitely sci-fi uh, channel. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was pretty bad. Was. And also the effects for the dragon's flame, too, because it looks like somebody was just taking, like, a napalm flamethrower and just shooting it down into the set there is like awesome. an actual impressive dragon <laughs> it's, like, it's like if the dragon was urinating fire that's what the flame 
like <laughs> Tell me where to find this crazy time. bitch. I got VD from a crazy bitch. Was, now I got that, flames coming out my pee hole. That was really, that was, I love this, the really <laughs> shitty editing in that part when he's like, tell me where to find this crazy bitch. And then it like cuts to the awkward, <laughs> it's this really weird cut to the old lady. She just opens her eyes and goes, yes. <laughs> and then yes. it just continues. That yeah, was pretty funny. Yeah, I, yeah, I was like, wait, where the hell did this random ass old woman come from? And, well, like, she does fit in later on, admittedly. Yeah. And she does the worst fake coughing ever in cinema history. I thought I thought the story honestly I thought I liked the story better in this one than the first one. I thought it was fucking pretty funny. Yeah, uh, Dolph, Dolph, Dolph looked like he didn't give a shit. I like. I'm a Dolph apologist. I'm a comic book apologist and a Dolph apologist. I'm a Dolph apologist. You can sympathize with your comic book apologist, and really, it's if it wasn't for Dolph, like let's just say he had a complete cast of unknowns outside of Blood Rain. I probably wouldn't be here for this review because I probably would have put a gun <laughs> against my head and just shot myself. <laughs> Um, I don't really have a lot to add. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's a, it was. A, it, I think uh, what's his face? What's that dude? Um, the cinemasochist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun <laughs> failure. <Yeah>. Ever. <laughs> it's a fun failure. It's fine for a straight to video. Yeah. But... Mikey's all like fucking Prometheus <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did have more monsters in it though. That would have been better. Yeah, that's it did. It had like fucking Dolph. One too. <laughs> it's all the monster they needed. <laughs> Budget or anything, but it's like, you know, this is a fantasy world, okay? We're supposed to like have like multiple creatures come out at once. That one dude had to be pretty big because uh, oh, he was looking he eye to like eye he was, with Dolph. Yeah. He was taller than Dolph. Uh, but, you know, they had that thing where like he'd pull his knife out and that guy would be like, put your knife away. And Dolph <laughs> would just look at him like, you know, and, and he'd be like, Argh! and he goes, I'm getting fucking kind of tired of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking doll. You know my fucking nerves. <laughs> oh my god, my fucking bleeding ex-wife. My jaw's killing me from where my wife fucking did. I can't <laughs> Yeah, and bringing it back to Dolph, there was a point where he was kind of breaking down when he was reminiscing about his old war Ooh, buddy. that was pretty bad. And it made me think... Back to one of his previous partners, if I'm remembering right. Oh, Bridget Nielsen from Red Sonja. And made me think, wait, who's the uglier crier? Either Dolph Lundgren or Bridget Nielsen. Oh, my God. She's more manly looking than he is. (laughs) Especially now. I fucking hate her. Yeah, that was was pretty painful when he's looking at the fucking She wouldn't have got that tit job, man. She got big the big tit job, and so it made her look kind of. But, I mean, she was that fucking Red Sonja was a crock cut fucking big old pile of shit. It yeah, is blood. I'd watch it, this before I'd watch that. It is blood, not feces. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into our ratings. Mikey gives it a four. Dom? <laughs> I gave it a four <laughs> prematurely. Um, <laughs> premature ejaculation. <laughs> That's not a bad rating, but I think I had a fun four. <laughs> so you get a fun four. I give this a six. I liked it better than the last one. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, okay. If you consider if comparing the two, I'm not, I'm I not like Ebert. I just do it how I like it. But I mean, I like this one better than the other one. So yeah. if I gave the other one a what five six, and a half, I give the other one a five and a half. Um, man, my ass itches right now. And not in the cra- not in the butthole, it's but like just cabbage. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I mean this one. I just thought it was it was a fun failure, uh, as the cinemasca says. It, I rated it like a four and a half, but uh, I thought it, I had fun. I thought it was funny, 
And it was it was it was just bad, but it was fun bad. The first one was a better was better made. The costumes yeah. were better, but I like this one better. So that's why I give it a six instead of a five and a half. So anyway, uh, yeah. Not, and, and Mikey th- thought it was a piece of shit. So uh, <laughs> let's take a break. It was again. a piece of shit that was saved by the floater that was Dolph Lundgren. But I'm a floater and I have peanuts. Uh, let's take a break and uh, do some feedback. <laughs> we'll be right back. Wait, that was Arnold. We'll be right back. Yes, yes. If I had a podcast, I'd podcast in the morning. I'd podcast in the evening. All over the Schwann. I'd talk about Hamlin. I'd talk about Amicus. I'd talk about every kind of wish point in between. Especially about Neil Connery. Time for some feedback <clears throat> from the feed sack. From the feed sack, we got a couple from Middle Mikey that I'll save until next week. I hate him, but we got but, another uh, one. We have another, another couple from Metal Mikey of Jesus. a different variety. Here we go. Yo, so we go. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Hey, call in again, because I love you guys, apparently. Uh, I'm not calling in to do any dread talk. I'm past, so I don't know my, uh, Billy Stallone, my brother, he wants to talk more about but I'm past that point now. I, I wanted to call Billy in because I heard through the grapevine uh, that there was a, a new arm wrestling champion, and uh, her name is Yuri. <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you something. Nobody is better. I'm wrestling in the stone, you know. I'm over the top, woo! Uh, you know, and I know she didn't beat any good competition, you know. She beat her boyfriend, she tried to make it look good. Uh, to, uh, she didn't even go up against Dr. Zoff when I'm here, and he's probably a good competition. And she beat some little, little punk ass little bitch named Justin the Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that one did me. <laughs> but anyway, I'm still alone, baby. 
Thanks for calling in, Mushmouth Herald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Tim, uh, I will say this, and I'm telling you, if I'm wrong, I don't. I know I'm not wrong because it's me. But when you watch <laughs> Expendables two, you listen to how Stallone used to talk, and I don't know if it's because he smokes cigars or he's just getting older. He sound. I mean, it's like mush, like a mushmouth punch drunk boxer, and his voice is getting deeper. <laughs> Fire him, track him. It's the HGH, dude. The HGH is fucking with his vocal cords. Yeah, so, it's making wait, him rubberless. With his like growing incomprehensibility, do you think Sylvester Stallone will then be cast in a future Christopher Nolan movie? Oh, they're gonna play, have him and Dolph uh, are going to play in the remake version of Cage. <laughs> And they're both going to play retarded guys. <laughs> I was going to say, who's going to play the retarded guy? Oh, my God. Oh, God, I stink. Fucking onion pizza. Um, <laughs> next voicemail. Hey, Mitt Romney. Uh, oh, no. What? Mitt Romney? He didn't put him out of the call. Going out of Obama and telling everybody Mitt Romney. <laughs> What? What's Mitt Romney? <laughs> Doesn't it sound just like Mitt Romney, everybody? And uh, I just want to say, bullshit tactic on uh, Barack Obama. So uh, that's uh, why he won, and all those uh, gifts to the ethnic variety. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, uh, the whole reason that the uh, Galaxy Cinema, Mitt Romney, that's who I am. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the reason that the Galaxy Cinema is closed. Uh, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney. Vote Romney. I don't care if uh, Obama won. You can still vote Romney. Vote Romney. It's a, it's a bullshit election. Vote Romney. And you know why the Galaxy Cinema closed down, loaf? It's because you didn't play my fucking message. Me, me Romney. You didn't pay my message. I never got so I closed down the cinema. Now, let's be listen to all of you. Vote Romney next time. You motherfuckers. Barack Obama, he's a cheat. He's a cheat, 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 cheat. <laughs> You know, he, he convinced the people to vote for him. That's just cheating. You don't, you don't go out there and you don't, you don't convince them, you know? That's just that's not how these political things work. I know we know that because I'm Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt Romney. Oh, my God. I thought his Vince was bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Mitt Romney sounded like Bill Alfonso so much, but... <laughs> uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Next, next voicemail. Yeah, it's Jason Statham here. It's about time you cunts reviewed one of my films. What's your problem? You know, just because I'm bald and muscular and all the women want to fuck me, uh, it's like you don't like me or some shit. You know, I was in the best action movie of recent time, Crank, and Crank 2. Sly handpicked me to be in The Expendables. So I'm now mates with Sylvester Stallone, who, you know... He's got nothing but kind words to say about you guys. Um, oh, and before I forget, Zom, you're not a cunt. It's just the other two. Uh, exactly right. I know that you like me, so yeah, you're right. You're you're San Giza. Uh, but yeah, you know, I hope you enjoy uh, my masterpiece in the name of the king. Um, I worked hard on that one. I, I you know, shaved my head and that, and uh, yeah, put put a lot of effort in. 
enjoy. He did do that. He was a fucking. He, he, he was no he, denying he, that. He was an energetic little squirrel, man. It was awesome. <laughs> squirrel. All right. Squirrel. Thank you, thank you, Jason Statham, and uh, <clears throat> take back everything I ever said about you personally outside of Crank. Next voicemail. This is my movie, Expendables 2. Now, I don't know what the fuck this problem is in this movie. It's got fucking Dolph, Stafe, fucking Arnold, Bruce. Uh, I guess the only fucking weak link in that lot is fucking Chuck Norris. So I like to fuck Norris. Fucking... You know, he's an old fucking dude. He's fucking old and shit. But I didn't fucking know that. Fucking, I made the first expandable movie. And the fucking internet, like, oh, you got to fucking Chuck Norris. He's fucking badass. He's fucking, fucking Chuck Norris. He's the internet. And fucking, I put him in the movie. And fucking... Expendables 2 comes out and everyone's ah oh, fucking Chuck Norris he's fucking old he's fucking shit and I'm like what the fuck man you fucking internet you fucking tell me to put Chuck Norris in I put him in and you fucking say he's fucking shit ruin the fucking movie uh, fucking oh no I'm fucking sly I got a fucking big dick I don't fucking care about your fucking internet I fucking put the Chinese woman in so I could fuck her in the movie and the fucking movie man says lies you fucking people don't want to see your fucking big dick in this fucking woman I'm like but what the fuck you know I'm sly I fucking I am the expendables I am the expendables I fuck whoever I want I got my fucking buddies we're fucking all our fucking muscles and guns we gotta fuck the women you know this fucking, that's the whole fucking point of the movie. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to see us not fuck women? Yeah. It's fucking, fucking disgrace. You know, Expendables 2 is the fucking greatest action movie of all time. We got me, fucking Arnold, Bruce, Steve, fucking Van Damme. Oh, man, I can't fucking believe you really like it, Tom. What the fuck? <laughs> pissed. He's pissed. Oh, he is angry. But he liked it better. Maybe he'll listen to this show and feel a little bit better. Maybe we'll get another voicemail from him next week. Or another two. Maybe he'll plug his Jello Pudding Pops next, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got one more. Here we go. Um, I've got a special guest for your Thanksgiving show. What do you have to say, Charlie? Huh? What are we doing tonight? We're eating pizza. Yeah, we're eating pizza, and then what are we going to do? We're going to take the box and then start to a movie. Yeah, and what's the movie going to be about? A dinosaur. Yeah, a dinosaurs. Is Dolph Lundgren gonna be in it? No. <laughs> yeah, good lad. Say hello, silver and gold. I thought it was gold. Nice. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> there you go, future listener. Future listener? You mean not present listener? What? No, that was Brennan. Uh, he was talking to uh, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> 
What movie has dolphin dinosaurs? <laughs> a dolphin dinosaur movie would be pretty sweet. Oh my god. Dolphin is a dinosaur. He needs to be a fucking in a caveman movie. <laughs> I'm a fucking dinosaur from Sweden. Hey, I'm t- I'm calling Steven Spielberg now. Jurassic Park 4 needs to have Dolph Lundgren in it. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Damn fucking right. Or the a new he could play Ringo Starr's role in uh <laughs> Caveman. In Caveman, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it for feedback. Yeah. Yay. Uh, so, 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 you can always send so, us feedback. What are we talking about? Oh, fuck. We didn't pick next week's movie. Yeah, we did. What? Are we, what? I don't know. Um, I'm going to pause for a second and we're going to pick this. Oh, right. my God. We'll be right back. All right, so we picked. Yeah. That only took three hours. Um, so uh, you can always send us feedback to 206-339-1600 or silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Um, find us on iTunes or silvaandgold.com and join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash silvaandgold. I think I'm doing this out of order. So next week on the show, <coughs> we're having a little what topography. <laughs> we're doing a topography double feature. Uh, we are going to cover... Brokeback Mountain. Oh, no. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Brokeback Mountain, what year was that? From nineteen or from 2005. And we're going to do Valley Girl. Mountains and Valleys. Get it? Um, from 1983. Oh, my hey, God. Hey, is this our first Nicolas Cage movie? This is our first Nicolas Cage movie. And I, yeah, I think it is. And okay, well, whatever. So, Valley Girl and uh, Brokeback Mountain should yes. be a cool one. Mikey, thank you very much for coming on the show. I don't know if we thank should you. thank you for picking these movies, but we appreciate it. Hey, none of them had Mark Wahlberg in it, so that counts. That is that is a much better choice. I agree. We I much I enjoyed these infinitely more than fucking cinemasochist horseshit. So, um. Yeah, and uh, check out Mikey's show, Action Attraction. Uh, Mikey, what's the website? Uh, yes, uh, com, and I have a much more complicated Facebook address name, but <laughs> I do have a Facebook group for Action Attraction. Come up on there, see what you can see, and see as Silver and Gold like pretty much overtake me in popularity in all sorts of aspects because, you know, they're the she. They are the tops of the notches. If you like Cynthia Rothrock, Daddy, check out Action Attraction because Mikey jerks off every episode, baby. Yes. If you like well, Pina Colada. <laughs> oh my God! I hope fucking what's her face, uh, Elizabeth Daly shows her titties in Valley Girl. I've never seen this. So. Uh, <laughs> I like her. <laughs> All right, uh, guys. Do you have anything else to add today? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Some. I have nothing to add. I have nothing either. Until next time, this is Loaf Oot. Stop Oot. Metal Mikey Oot. Bye. Bye. You do a robot fart noise. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm <laughs> started.